if you want a chocobo, just go to Church's Chicken. But just go to Church's Chicken before they kill the church the chickens. All right, just go to Church's uh, Chicken. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to make a cry? Come on, man. What's up, everyone? Shut up. This is your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome to our second live episode of the Scrub Club Gaming Podcast. We're on episode 11. Now, for those of y'all who are new, we talk about everything related to video games, movies, television shows, comic books, manga, and geek culture just in general. And rock with me today are my boys. First, Mr. Godchild15. Take it away. Hey, what do you do? It's your boy, Godchild. God bless y'all. All righty then. Next is our level lovable administrator on our channel who does everything he needs to do and puts up with my shenanigans and I put up with his shenanigans off the side. Mr. X-Force Gamer 88, take it away. How, how's it going everyone? This is X-Force Gamer 88 coming to you live right now in the Scrub Club meeting room. Alrighty then. Next is our token white boy of the squad, Mr. Skooks. Take it away. Take it away. Got, got it. I, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> every episode. Every episode. Since you've been on every episode. Take away everything he owns. Take it away. A secret. Okay, oh, I'm gonna start with the copyright. And last, we actually have our very first guest on the Scrub Club podcast, and he's a good friend of GC's. His name is Boom. Boom. Say something about yourself and what uh, social media you want to plug. Hello, everyone. My name is Boom, also known as Boom Two on other places. DC reference for the ones that get it. I am an artist, musician, a writer. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. But one day I'm looking to master them all. Good to have, good to be here, man. All the right, problem man. with the, the problem is, people want only the super specialist. That's the sad part. Yes, but I've proven myself multiple times over to have my talents. You know, touch people here, work there, and I figure that. Uh, What's good? What, what's good? Uh, not having any options. Only specializing in one thing limits you. So I figure it's happened to everything. Find out what I'm good at, and then become a specialist in multiple things. If not one thing. Hey, hey, hey man. We, we, we do appreciate uh, inspiring artists and stuff. So thank you for uh, joining us on our second live podcast. Much appreciated. As an, as an artist to artists, like yeah, we we need more artists. That'll change the world. And my opening comments for tonight's episode is, if you haven't yet, please be sure to check out my new show, my new uh, YouTube video that I hopefully want to turn into a series. It's called Reckless Letters, where I write Dear John letters to the companies that I feel that has broken my heart. The first episode is my Dear John letter to Capcom, which is more, not more of a Dear John letter, but, le but less than like a letter saying... I'm proud of what you're doing and how you're changing, but please stay humble. So yeah, be be on the lookout for that. You can check it out on my YouTube channel. Uh, a couple of right away. What's up? Spoil spoiler alert. Are you going to do? Uh, are you going to do something on EA? Oh, next? you already know. You already know. That's the next. That's the <laughs> next video. That's my next episode. So yeah, but a little house clean before we get started. So. For those of y'all who are unaware and are probably listening to this on SoundCloud or Google Play, we do all our shows now live on twitch.tv slash recklessfox. So if you would love to come by and join in on the fun and join in on the conversation and give us your input on certain things, let, um, please feel free and just, you know, type in whatever you want in the comments. Just don't be a dick. Um, second, if you guys will... Wait, you have one? We actually have two viewers. I think I'm one of them, though. 
Uh, yeah, same here. Second. So he doesn't have second, any viewers. Second, second, oh. second. <laughs> shut up, YouTube. Second, <laughs> if you guys would like to join in and you want to um, know any more updates on what we do, please be sure to follow us on facebook.com slash gaming. And if you would like to give us any questions, compliments, input, insults, or advice, or business inquiries, please be sure to email us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That is scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. We are now checking all our emails officially, and that's going to be our news resolution to check our emails because who knows? We might get some really some good good and stuff like that. Or if you would like to get a little, uh, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, get some R&R &R with any of us, you can fo first follow me at uh, twitter.com uh, follow me at the reckless fox uh, follow me on youtube at reckless fox and you can always follow me here on twitch.com reckless fox and you can suck it and i will be making an instagram soon so be on the lookout for that mr gc Bye, where can they find you um you can find me on youtube slash mr gotcha 15 on twitch uh twitch.tv slash gotcha 15 as well as Twitter and Instagram at gotcha underscore 15. All right, X-Force, where can they find you? They can find me at twitch.tv slash xforcegamer88. And that's the only thing you can find them on because it's super antisocial. Skooks, where can they find you? Yeah, th there's a reason for that. Anyway, someone actually came into this room, but... Skooks, where can they find you? You can find me at lex10.tumblr.com, and I finally made a Twitter. Also, hey, oh. Lex... It's Lexington34, that's my Twitter. It's, uh, it's uh, a capital L and zero instead of the L. Gotta remember that. It's cool. We'll be sh I'll be sure to uh, put that in the comments uh, later on. I just made it today, so there's not really anything there, so. That's all good. So, just spam his channel. Uh, just spam his Twitter. Yeah, please spam his yes. Twitter. Show him everything you want to show him. Just, just make sure it's safe for work. And Makes me feel valuable for once. And Mr. Boom, where can they find you? You can find me at BoomTube on Tumblr. Yes, I'm that guy. And before anything, yes, assume your privilege. <laughs> oh, thank God I'm not the only person alone here. Uh, always. This is going to be awesome. And my thank you, Boom. And enough with all the promotion. Let's get right into our opening. Um, there's that? actually someone who came into this room again. Hey! Way, we have a new, we have a new uh, comer. Uh, if she you, talks, if she talks, if she, if she's probably just listening to us. So, and until she talks, we, we, we'll do it. Ah! So, Soul Calibur Six just recently. Um, we just saw a new gameplay for Soul Calibur Six that just came. I think what la this past week, X Force. You're the one who posted it. Yeah, I posted it. It'll, the gameplay looks amazing, but it just slows the game down a lot, per, uh, in my opinion. But even then, it looks really cool. Um, oh yeah, go. Uh. But yeah, the Soul Calibur Six gameplay has, has been shown. Cur as as of right now, currently, Sofitia and Mitsurugi are the only characters that we know that are going to be in the game. Likely or not, Bandai Namco will be giving us more insight on what characters gonna what characters are going to be putting in the near future. Um, hopefully, I get my key. Aside back from in Nightmare Siegfried. Yeah, it's Nightmare oh, Siegfried are yeah. probably going to be the ones we're coming back. Wait, oh, wait, wait! I thought this one was actually going to be a prequel to. Soul Calibur. Are you sure it's gonna be a prequel? Because that'd be stupid. Well, like a prequel between Soul Calibur and Soul Edge. I don't think Nightmare is coming. I, I don't think. Why I don't would think it be Nightmare a prequel, is... though? Well, the last. That's what I heard. It was gonna be a prequel. Well, it doesn't matter. We, we can get into... It's gonna take place before five, is what I know for certain. Okay, that's fine. Cause five is trash. But we'll, we'll get into that when when we get more insight on the story and the timeline. We'll we'll talk. We'll dive more into that. But 
from the gameplay that we saw, we're going around the uh, table. All right, now uh, me and Xorce have already said our piece. GC, what did you think about the new gameplay for Soul Calibur 6? Well, you already know I'm sick, especially like I said before, where he put the mechanics of Tekken 7 in there, just as the slow mo and also the power crush. And as long as they put Maxi and Killick in there, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to put Keelik in there for sure. He's one of the core members of Soul Calibur, actually. In fact, there's a lot that goes into his story, surprisingly. Uh, Skooks, what did you think about Soul Calibur 6? The gameplay. Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. The gameplay looked really fun. Really fun, really fast paced. I enjoy it. I do like what they had mechanics they added in Tekken 7. I think Soul Calibur could definitely use a boost after the story issue of Soul Calibur 5. Gameplay-wise, oh, hey, hey, hey. Gameplay-wise, <laughs> Soul Calibur 5 is very solid. But yes. story-wise, it is complete trash, and that sucks. Like, a lot. Boom. Yeah, I agree with Boom. you on that one. What did you think about the gameplay for Soul Calibur uh, 6? Honestly, it's looking really, really good. Though, I am looking forward just to the idea of using Nightmare again. Because he, if any of you have ever played Marvel vs. Capcom 2, everyone remembers that Doom was the destroyer. He actually even had his own title, where if you beat the match in 20 seconds, you got a silver trophy on PS3 and you know, varying different kinds. All the title, I, I am those. Doom. I, I yes. got those. <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing is, that was me with Nightmare. I completely demolished people in seconds, and it was always just uh, such quality salt. You can't find it anywhere else. <laughs> I uh, think you made Nightmare as well? Sweet. I think you and x just became best friends because he mains Nightmare. <laughs> I personally have never played uh, X-Force in Soul Calibur. I've only played it in Tekken, but I would love to see how his Nightmare plays. I'm, I'm, I main Keelik throughout Soul Calibur 2 to 4, so... You're going to hate my mix-ups in that case <laughs> a lot. You will hate me for that one. Okay, here's uh, what's your, okay. Here's your question because I don't think we covered it uh, on the when we first uh, discussed Soul Calibur Six after the VGAs. But what are your guys' thoughts on them putting like super moves in, like they did with Tekken? Do you think it's gonna take away the uh, core mechanic of the game? Because keep no, in mind the game. Okay, cool. Because it saying... won't. Actually, super moves were implemented in five. Well, yeah, it's in five. Technically four when you really get down to brass tacks, but that was more of a finishing attack than any super move Yeah, so that's more I of a humiliation move. Exactly. What I see more with the super moves is I think They'll probably handle it the similar way to they handled it in five as in it would be more of a fill up the meter and then unleash a special attack to do more damage into a combo system instead of being oh, we'll just Have this thing just to throw the game for you Understand what I mean? So, so you, uh, you guys wow. do agree that the, um, them doing it is not going to take away the mechanic no. of the game? No, it won't take it away. I, I agree. I disagree with it. I personally think that the super moves should, it should not, well, I'm fine with the super moves in general, but not the, 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 the really super moves. You know what I mean? Like the super flashy one. Yeah. I like the enhanced version of each move, though. That's perfectly fine. Okay. Um. Another question is, what 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 other things would you like to see in the game aside from because uh, they're not gonna take the super moves out anytime soon they're not going to it's it's already in there I, I, and everything like that but what would you want to see gameplay wise in the game itself when it comes out garden pack a what garden pack oh, basically garden pack. Pa the par a universal pairing system on all attacks 
Nice. To be quite honest with you, par parrying is my love in any game. You got you got something where you can basically counter a person and just absolutely punish them. That that's my jam. Because in number two and number three, like pairing, what is what defines uh, Soul Calibur for me at least. It just defines the game. And it defines just how raw the player skill has to be as well. Mm. Aside from range. Okay, here's here's uh, here's here's a couple more questions before we move on to our next one. What characters do you not want to see in the game? What characters do you not want to come Darth Vader. Okay. As a man who owned a GameCube, I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, aside from guest characters, because I'm pretty sure we won't see Darth Vader or Yoda come or back. Or Yoda, or Apprentice, or Link, or Spawn. Hey, or yo, 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 hold on, hold on. You I like Link. You shut your Link damn mouth. Good, you shut your damn mouth, X4. Oh, Link was oh, fire, fam. Oh, Link was the only good one. Spawn was terrible. And he actually, though really cool and interesting, it's just that he had like no range. Well, the yeah, he's like Necrit. And there's also, the, and if you count well, the no, custom Necrit character, there's terrible. Terrible. if you count the custom character setup, there's also Double Jin. Yeah. I, I That's like so Double stupid. Jin, that was so stupid. That was, it was so stupid, effing but I liked stupid. It. They, they should have just put it Double Jin by itself. It was stupid, but I loved it. The funny thing is, I'm actually working on a top five guest characters for Soul Calibur 6. I will say this. Um, it, I'll probably Lucky post Chloe. You can kill. You can. You got both. Y'all can slash <laughs> me. Yes. Hey, Ezio was good. At least he fit in the story. And Soul Calibur 5 is still a trash game. Doesn't matter. It's not necessarily a trash game. The mechanically is. is mechanically, good, but I, I, there's a lot of things that they take away. Soul that Calibur I really 5. Don't let, like. let, me, let me put it like this. Soul Calibur 5 is the. You know, I had a really good bow movement, but it's still crap in the end of the day. I'm just saying. They also ruined my nightmare as well. They ruined it. Yeah. Screw, no, screw that, man. But screw all that. Keelik. What happened to Keelik? He became oh, yeah. a master. He became a new master. We character. we we gonna pretend that Keelik wasn't like the top savage in all Soul Calibur, and they completely no. turned him into Inferno reckless, and Reckless, you're kind of breaking up. Yeah. Anyways, here's. Oh yeah, Reckless. What? You're breaking up a bit. The thing with Keelik is, he did it with Shangwa. That's a point. Shut up. Am I, am I good now? And then he went and then he went away and, and locked himself up so he can train. So what is he, he, it's always, is he Ichigo from Bleach now? Get out of here with that. Anyways, the point <laughs> I mean, I mean, alright, X-Force, why do you feel that Maxi won't be here? Do you think they pretty much gonna trade him off to bring back Lee Long here? Uh, wait. For Maxi, uh... Deanna Echo. Wait, should I... Scooks. How should we put it? Uh, for if he's with Keelik and Shanghua, then he's gonna definitely be in there, unless they decide to dish the trio all together. You know what I'd like to see? Who? See come back, Huang. From Huang? The, yeah, from Soul Cal from Soul Calibur and Soul Edge. He was like, um, if you ever played two, you know the um, assassin character. Yes. Yeah, that's Wong's fighting style. He was uh, before uh, Young Soon. Young Soon. Yeah, I would like to see him back. I liked his fighting style. And in the third game, they actually had uh, they actually added in the uh, the custom characters with the move uh, with some of the moves, but with very limited move sets. 
you know what I mean, right? The weapon based on the weapons, and then they and they pretty much made the preset characters, which is basically the characters themselves, including Amy. Right. By the way, speak of Amy, they should add her back in just for the heck of it. Here, here, all right, here's my last. All right, here's my last question. Here's my last question. How do you think the PC version is going to fare? Because PC, let me put it like this: PCs, uh, PC versions of fighting games have been getting really bad netcode, except. I think the only ones that didn't really get bad netcode this year were in Marvel Infinite and uh, Ultimate Marvel 3. When it came Skullgirls out. is really good on netcode, personally. Oh, how do you think the netcode's gonna be for uh, Tekken 6 on PC? I cannot say for sure because there's no Nintendo game, uh, not Nintendo, my bad, uh, Namco game that I tested to, uh, to, to accurately determine the netcode. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't really say for sure. But what I can say for sure is, for Arc System Works, it's bad. Oh yeah, Arc System not. Yeah, that's. It's bad. We'll get into no, Arc. We'll, we'll get into we'll get into Arc System when we talk about Dragon Ball. But uh, but yeah, overall though, you know the the gameplay for uh, Soul Calibur Six looks pretty solid, and hopefully the game doesn't suck. Uh, and I need them to wash that bad taste that Soul Calibur Five left in my mouth. So. So let's put it this way: if you're going, well. Actually, I'll I'll talk about when Dragon Ball comes up. All right. So moving on to our next piece of open discussion. So here's a question, GC. You're the el you're the oldest of us all. I already know. Did you? And I was about to ask. Please don't tell me the magazine subscription. So do you remember Nintendo Power from back in the day? I still got it in the garage. <laughs> I got a lot of magazines in the garage. Wow. <laughs> That's how. That's how. That's how. I, I mean, that's how veteracy I am. Is where back then we didn't have internet. We relied gaming news, gaming stores, cheat codes, all on gaming magazines. Hey, hey, remember oh, yeah, tips and tricks? Oh yeah. 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 Beautiful. Oh yeah, I remember those ones. And I used to buy the the code. Um, how should I? Put it? I used to buy the books that's filled with tips and tricks and the cheat codes back in the day. Remember those. Yeah, well, guess what? Nintendo Power Checking is butt. back. Shut up. Nintendo Power is back, <laughs> and they're doing, but instead of uh, magazine descriptions, uh, subscriptions, they're doing actual live podcasts. You can currently listen to them on SoundCloud. And their first interview is with the developers of Legend of Zelda uh, Breath, of the Breath of the Fire, Wild, Breath of the Fart, whatever that damn game was called. But, Breath, uh, of the uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, so I'm gonna go around. So guys, what do you think that Nintendo this could be the revival of Nintendo Power? Scoops will go with you first since I'm muting you because you're so echoing. Me? Yeah. Well what's the question I couldn't hear you kinda Nintendo cut out Power. What, what, what's yes. your thoughts? I'm glad it's coming back. We could really use it. I'm I think it's good that they're coming back as a podcast. Honestly. I I loved reading them when I was a kid. Nice, uh, GC. Since you're since you're the one who likes uh, to collect, uh, I mean that's the whole point, right there. It seems really interesting. Now we'll probably check it out a little bit later, just to see, you know, either the difference and also uh, how, you know, in substance-wise, what will pretty much will bring to my attention, and to see if I'll basically like, you know, listen to you more. X Force. I personally don't care about it, but it's actually kind of cool that they're making that move to uh, to go for podcasts in general. It's actually a good marketing move on their part. All right, and Boom, what's your thoughts on Nintendo Power coming back? I feel that it's actually very needed. Um, Nintendo's been on a really good year. Just, you know, when you look at all the releases over time for the Switch, 
it's just been a really good time for them, and I think that, uh, you know, aside Nintendo Direct is kind of making us... Skooks, what the You're hell right? is that? No, <laughs> that's, not, that's not Skooks, that's CC. No. That's a... Oh, okay. Sound like a dog. No, it's all good. It's kind of right. No, we're just talking about Nintendo Power right now. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so... I was coming back. But yeah, You're bro, right. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll... Move on, move on. I'm just like, oh, no, when he said Nintendo. Wait, <laughs> yeah, Pikachu, what you saying, uh, Oh, yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll finish up real quick. So, I do, I do like, uh, you know, whenever there's Nintendo Direct, it's always, you know, something to look forward to, just another game, another release, and I feel that with Nintendo Power coming out as a podcast, we'll be able to get, you know, the same line of information, just, you know, more streamlined. Basically, get to the people faster, and otherwise, just bring back a really good way to bring out the news yeah i i would i would agree with you too i think that nintendo's done a really good job aside from the youtube bullcrap live stream thing that it's been going on other than that you you know what nintendo nintendo could actually get a w i honestly was gonna give them an l uh, until ea effed up how it, so you're saying that the EA did so bad that made Nintendo look really good. Well, well, to be fair, Nintendo's all, Nintendo was looking good this whole year after the Switch came out after E3. I like this. E3 was when Nintendo actually grew a pair and said, "Yo, we gonna start making games again." And now Metroid Prime uh, Four is coming out soon. So hell yeah. yeah. Congratulations, they have officially beat Valve for every single game they've ever made. <laughs> so unlike Valve, they can actually count to three. They made it to three, and now four exists. Yes, there's a Say four. what? And, and, and we're getting a bayonet of three. We're getting uh freaking we're gonna we're gonna get Wolfenstein, which I that will I am I know I'm jumping ahead to my 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 notes, but they're gonna be getting Wolfenstein. <laughs> They've already released a boatload of Nintendo arcade games that came out before that they were put on Nintendo and stuff like that. They re-released some game like freaking uh LA Noir, they re-released a bunch of games, and you know what? No one can say that Nintendo ain't got no games, because Nintendo got games. They got a nice Now we need another Ridge Racer game. No, no, all we need now is for more Nintendo Switches. That's Switch to come out. Not just that. We need more Nintendo Switches to come back in stock, because it's really hard to find Nintendo Switch on Amazon right now. It's actually it pretty easy to find one Target, though. Yeah, most of the days you have to look in the physical stores, and not to mention call ahead. Like, one of my friends, he lives up in Canada. He actually works at, a, I guess, the Canada equivalent of, like, a, I guess a Walmart. And he called his manager and said, hey, I'm looking to get an NES Classic. And, you know, those things are ridiculous to find. His manager held one for him so that he could actually buy it. So it was like, you know, got that connection working. But then you really just have to go to the stores. You're just shopping online, you're not going to find anything. It's going to be scalpers charging triple overhead of uh, what the prices originally were. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, true. I'm actually trying to get an NES, a Super, uh, Super Nintendo Classic. Because why my, would you want to do that? Because, um, why the hell not? Dude, you can get it better off. Actually, I won't say it. And I won't say it on. This okay, one. I will say. Look, we we at Scrub Club Gaming do not condone the use of emulators on, on, unless you own the copies and stuff like that. So please, if you would like, go to X Force before you. Uh, he starts to uh try to snitch us all out. What? <laughs> I didn't hear you. 
Anyway, you got cut off for a bit. I said, just just don't mention a, anything about emulation and stuff, or we might get snitched. I out. didn't mention. You mentioned it. You, yo, but I know what you were going to do. I know you because you tried it on the first podcast, fam. <laughs> <laughs> we don't support emulation, especially buying your favorite classic Nintendo games on the Dolphin emulator and hooking it up to a controller <laughs> on your computer. We don't oh support that at all. Shut up, man. We don't get, we, do we need to... <laughs> hey, we don't support that. Bruh, That's on record, bruh, okay? We, we, got three, bruh, bruh, we got three niggas in here that might be doing 10 to 20 because you said that now. Uh, but we let's got put families. This way. We got kids, fam. The only... Let, let's put so, it this way. I don't support good, it. None of us do. Well, let's put it this way. Emulation is a good way to preserve games, though. That's True, the same. But, and if anything, it's preserved interesting uh, games far beyond their original use, especially for, like, say, those in the running community. There are people to this day who have beaten the absolute crap out of Super Mario 64 to the point where you can actually do the whole game on one star. And it's like, you have good stuff like that. And that's the good part of emulation. It keeps interest in the old games. True, but true. that's why the SNES Classic and the NES Classic were both profited off of. I mean, not, I mean, you can say, oh, hey, they sold out. But when you send five to the store, of course, they're going to sell out. Yeah, and on top of that, with the S with the SNES Classic and the NES Classic, they you can find like uh, both uh, systems come to like twenty, maybe fifty games and stuff like that. For the Super Nintendo, it comes to like twenty games. You can find there are people online that also work for Nintendo that will give you um, files to put more than over two hundred eighty plus games on your NES Classic, your Super NES Classic. They have a wait. Do they have they have the whole library of them? Holy crap! My 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 roommate just put over two hundred games on his SNES Classic. And I've seen people put over like seven hundred to a thousand, and that's just more more than one console. Hell, he had me he had me test out some of the games. I was playing freaking X Men Mutant Apocalypse the other day. Wow. Let me tell you, with uh. Actually, it's hilarious that you mentioned like a thousand games and everything. Whenever I think of a thousand games in one, I just remember those really crappy five dollar yeah plug it straight into the TV and they're just like have ten thousand games, but then by the time you reach like two hundred, you it's start seeing seven top of <laughs> Super Mario. Oh, you mean, that, you mean it's like, just the same as it's just different aesthetic. The, the joystick three or something like that? Dude, there's so many. And, and it came with like a second controller that looked like a, a Genesis controller, and it came with like yes. a son that it looked like a gun, like an actual <laughs> silver gun that like if you pull up on someone like that, you might get shot. Yeah, man. Yeah, and that's why I love the fact that Nintendo one-upped absolutely everybody. I'm not gonna exact lie. Same Before we get to our gaming news, let me. This is a story that I'm gonna tell. I actually remember when I, my, I used to get those and they're because they're like five ten bucks my mom would buy me one of those every now and then I would purposely rip apart the uh control uh, the light gun since it looked like an actual gun and I would take it with me outside I used to do that too my mom almost my mom almost whooped me for doing that because any of y'all know, if any of y'all have, if for for y'all who are, for our viewers and for people who are going to be listening to this on SoundCloud, if y'all got black mamas, you already know what's going to happen. Y'all already know. Uh, let, let me tell you, I'm uh, I'm half black, half Filipino, so when what? I... What? Yeah, what's fun up? times, right? Hey, really? Yeah. Hey, bro, it's okay. <laughs> it, it, I'm Asian. half Mexican. Wow. It's okay. It's okay. No, no, I'm Blasian. But <laughs> I'm black skin. How you doing? Hey, no, but uh, I'm white. 
Nah, you just you off you. Oh, actually, no, no, no. You 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 told me that you 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 partially white. So never mind. Wait, no, no, what's it called? No, no. I, I believe it's gray. Um. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, but uh, yeah. So there was one time I got uh, I got the black slapped off me literally. My shadow got like fifty percent blacker. The rest of me was left Asian. Um, it was, it, it was a mess. I picked myself up off the floor. Oh damn, Man. bro. So uh, yeah, I know, I know how it is. Like I got the black slap, and then another time I got the Asian slap down me. Man, I, got, I went so black it turned night. I would say, did you just look racially <laughs> wow. ambiguous at that point? Were you looking like Bruno Mars? Oh lord. Please, <laughs> please don't remind me of work. My bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bottom line is Nintendo Power is back. So if y'all are big Nintendo fans, which a lot, I know some of y'all are, and you know we we are Nintendo fans, we you just did. don't like we just don't like the practices they be doing sometimes. But go ahead, check out Nintendo's uh Nintendo Power SoundCloud page. It, I'm pr it's it's pretty interesting. I actually got the chance to listen to like the first five minutes of it. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I'm going to say straight up, even if you're not a fan, if you're just getting to Nintendo, you can get some information off of it potentially. Okay. So if you're new to Nintendo or you haven't heard it for a first time, you could actually go to the podcast and get some new new info on Nintendo news potentially. You heard here. You heard from us, guys. We we give Nintendo Power's podcast a seal of approval. So check it out. Anyways, moving on to some gaming news, and this is where it's gonna get fun because our first two stories are about betas that are coming out next month. So Dragon oh, Ball, boy. Dragon Ball Fighter Z beta is gonna be open January fourteenth, while the City of Final Fantasy NT's beta is coming out the following week, January twenty first. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. This wait. The new, City of Final F seriously. The new the City game that's coming out on PS four. It will have an yes. open beta. January twenty first. The funny thing is, it's coming. What? Out no, it's you know what the fun. The funniest part about this is, it's not even having anything related to gaming news. This is actually a fun fact. Outlaw Star debuted on Toonami in two thousand January twenty first. I think. Yeah. So shout wow. out to Toonami. Shout out to Outlaw Star because that was my show back in the day, fam. Oh, Outlaw Star is good actually. Surprisingly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So we're gonna start with Dragon Ball Fighter Z. What y'all? Uh, so are y'all gonna get on that beta? Whose hands is gonna get caught? Um, I already know, G I have... I already know GCs because GCs about to catch these hands because all he does is play Tekken. He don't play anything else. So <laughs> I would get it easily. I don't really need to try. Okay. What? Wow. Wait, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, savagery. The savagery. Well, is hey, real. they're entitled <laughs> to the wrong opinion if they really want to fight me that bad. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, you got jokes, CC. Okay, so you want to catch? Catch these hands. Reckless, catch these I, I, lolly hands! I just threw my pen and I just did. You just call yourself a lolly? I just threw oh my, my I just I threw my bean. I, I just threw my beanie down, bro. You just threw oh, it on the gauntlet. Oh, you want to Hold on, let me take off my sweater. Let me throw this at you then. Because <laughs> this is the closest I thing you're you ever would. getting don't, to. Don't do we have a favor? Just don't. I wish you would. Reckless, reckless. Don't. Me throwing my sweater at you is the closest you're ever gonna get to a girl, to be honest. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm really gonna need you to not do that. I mean, not fire. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! wow. I, I lost it she right got there. Jokes. She got <laughs> jokes. Okay, I'm, I'm, I lost that it. That was good. CC, I'm not gonna. That was good. That that was good. I'll, I'll give I'll give you a golf clap. I'll give you a golf clap for that. That was actually. Pretty okay, pretty so uh, bring like up bring up that bring up that Filipino heritage again. I got like 15 <laughs> nurses on standby. 
The same here. Don't worry, Leonard. Reckless, we got Ryan. Yo, don't be saying niggas' government names. Uh, it's Scoops. Man, you guys are going using Anyways, no, no, no. You guys are using real life names left and right. Honestly, if there's gonna be any fights for these games, I could just slide in, and if anyone tries touching me, they'd be catching these feet and hands. Okay, so, alright, so, this is legit. Did I even say something about that? CC just threw down a gauntlet for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. so, you oh, already, hell yeah! So, you already know, people, you already know, January 14th, we're all catching the beta. Somehow, someway, we're gonna fight, we're gonna get in the beta, and we're gonna have gameplay footage of that, whether it's GC recording or not. Potentially, we'll have gameplay footage, but I, I promise you, someone's hands are gonna get caught, and it's gonna be messy. So, be on the lookout for that. Now, we're, we're gonna talk about Dragon Ball 14 days later. Yeah, by the way, should we introduce her right now? I think everyone knows who CC Animates is, but in case y'all don't know, CC Animates is our token girl of the squad, and she actually does really great 3D animations. Please be sure to follow her on twitch.tv slash CC Animates. And, she, and she's, you know, the shy lovable one around here. So CC, say hi. Hi. There you go. Shy lovable. You may have called me on my savage side. I'm so sorry if you saw that side in me. I love that side of you. No, 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 no! Don't Get you, out. don't you, don't you two bastards no, do it! Don't you do it! We're you got a professional on this mofo, all right? That's why I say get out. That's why yeah, X Force, be professional, nigga. Put your funny boots back in your pants, nigga. Do you nigga. mind if I start the news with the Dragon Ball beta for side information I found earlier? Go ahead. Yes. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I could tell that most of the fans of the Z uh, Zenoverse, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but most of their games are accustomed to the robust adventure game that focuses on story over all the top fighting sequences. But the Dragon yeah. Ball Z Fighter Z is more different focus. As there's some other initial details I have not really uncovered yet, but from other than the unveiling of the title, there's also a the recent feature Trunks announcement and details of how to play the game to get a head start on the beta. With the new game with more traditional fighting games, it has more focus on the competitive fighting game community, but there won't be elaborate story mode as much as the others. And this is the least, uh, the very least that should be seen in the next step in the Dragon Ball Z games. Rather a different approach that will appeal in different varieties of Dragon Ball fans, but that's just my opinion. So all I have to say from CC's amazing analysis is to X Force is, <clears throat> whoa, Mr. Studio What? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Early access start times with the open beta information as well. Oh, go ahead. Say say those two. So the early access starting times are January 13th of, at 12 a.m. PT um, and 3 a.m. ET and 9 a.m. CET. The open beta start times are January 14th of 12 a.m. to 13 p.m. or 3 p.m. sorry and 9 a.m. Open beta time end times, the ending times, are January 16th, 12 a.m., 3 a.m. and 9 a.m. The, confir the confirmed closed beta characters are Majin Buu Sorry if I pronounced these wrong, I'm not very used to saying them Majin Buu, Frieza, featured Trunks, Kid Gohan, Kirillin, Goku, Perfect Cell, Piccolo, Vegeta, Android 16, and Android 18 Alrighty then, uh, so there you have it folks, if you be sure, you got two days to try out the beta when the game, when the game comes out, when the beta comes out. Now, uh, we wanted, some of y'all wanted to discuss 
uh dragon ball i know x-force wanted to because it's made by arc system so x-force what's your deal with the arc systems and uh the servers and stuff like that well their netcode is really really bad honestly it's like it's just laggy i feel lag all the time when i'm playing on netcode but when it comes offline it's solid now now the only hope i have for it is that there's also they have to deal with the namco side as well so i hope the namco side takes over for the netcode instead of uh, of arc system and hopefully it'll be better i that's just a hopeful that's just hopeful wishing for me at this point all right cool well i look i think they've done they've done a good job with when it comes to the pc ports like with guilty gear and stuff so hopefully it's just will... it's still a netcode problem though i know in but general hopefully they will change the netcode problems when the game comes out uh but aside from that then we got the city of final fantasy 8 nt and that beta actually come it will it's scheduled actually i take that back these um if i'm looking at right now the beta will be running from january 12th to january 21st my bad it comes out so january it comes 12th? out Holy so it crap. comes out two days before the beta the dragon ball super uh, dragon ball fighter z Dude, this is a good. This, as if this year's isn't good enough for fighting game in general. This, this fighting games are coming out strong. Well, yeah, I mean they they want to do better than freaking because let's just face it. Um, what the I, after the fiasco that happened with freaking um Street Fighter Five and the whole like we're not gonna release characters and we're not gonna release a lot of stuff because we just want to get it out to the FGC for tournaments and stuff. And if, if any of y'all are part of the FGC who compete at EVO, if you get offended, I humbly say whatever. But other than that, like, they, they purposely, after Capcom purposely did that just to get the game out for, you know, tourney fans to uh, get their hands on to, you know, try to win. Probably some of them didn't. Like, I'm pretty sure that's when a lot of the companies like, you know, Bandai Namco, SNK, Atlas, and stuff like that were like, you know what, we're going to make sure all our games are done and we'll just put some character if we if we make new characters we'll just put them in and stuff like that so i'm happy to f see that there are a lot of gaming company a lot of fighting game companies that are actually taking initiative and this is the reason why i still think that dragon ball fighter z could potentially be a dark horse for next year uh it could, it could actually be the fighting game of the year potentially yeah as long as they do yeah. if they do well on it if they do well on it that's the only thing and no, and I understand I, Bandai Namco does have a hand in it uh, in this game. And if anyone knows the history of Bandai Namco, sometimes their games, although are really good, do not sell well. Tekken Tag Tournament 2 was an amazing game, did very poorly when it came to sells. I love the The game's good. No, I still own the game. I still play it. Choose my main, yo. Really? I love the Dragon Off. Steve Foxygen are my names, bro. But yeah, overall. But other than that, uh, what's your thoughts on the city of Final Fantasy NT? We're gonna go around. Um, but for X Force, I'm gonna go with you first because you own the previous the city game. So, what are your thoughts on this game? For me, it's like for this city is like, I don't know how to feel about it. I hope that I don't have to ground for equipment as much and instead just focus on my characters because if I have to change my equipment all the time, it's like. It adds unnecessary complexity to the uh, to the game where when you're trying to focus on being the other person up. It's a it's a I don't know how to call it. It's technically by its core it's an action game, but it's one v one fighting. You can also do one v one fighting in that game as well. So it could be potentially competitive, but because of the items and 
because of the items and such, it's going to cause a lot of problems. That is definitely the conundrum when it comes to Final Fantasy going into full-on action. I mean, you know, whenever you consider the company doing anything of the sort, you know, you look at uh, the recent titles. Well, is it the more recent titles? You got like 15 and 14. Well, 14 is kind of semi-turn-based with active action going on. You got 15 that's just full-on action. And then you have the Dissidia titles where it's in your face, you know, taking on all comers. But with Dissidia NT, they're stepping it up to such absurd levels. I mean, even just the concept of being able to summon, say, Odin, Ifrit, and all the others, it's, it's it enticing, to... that's for sure, because uh, I despise Odin. Oh, God. And not, and not to mention, if Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be, you know, take after 15 as being more action, as well as episodes. If that game ever comes out. Uh, anyway, so here's, a new one, here's another nuance with Dissidia. It's all, it has a lot of verticality. So you're going to be flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. As is uh, actual Final Fantasy. Just, I mean, if, you've, if you've ever seen Advent Children with the concept of the entire team pushing Cloud up to the stratosphere, that's it's kind of... How is Farian in the sequel? I mean the prequel. Because I know in the first game he wasn't that good because he was ground-based and that really hampered him. And, yeah. and then there's Sephiroth, where he is actually top tier for some odd reason. Well, because it's Sephiroth. Sephiroth is like every emo boy's white dream. Aside from Wow. That's true! Have you played Final Fantasy I do Final not Fantasy know what 7? some emo boy's white dreams are. They, if they want to be I thought it was Squall. Oh, yeah, uh, my bad. Okay, Squall and Sephiroth are like every emo's wet dream right there. I mean, you have somebody that basically will spend like, what, over 50k just uh, in plastic surgery just to look like Squall. Oh, oh, dude, that was true. Didn't that happen like two years Vincent. ago? Honestly, oh, I was honestly always thought Vincent was the kind of guy who would be the uh, they emo all, boys. Uh, either way, Final Fantasy characters, some Final Fantasy characters look like they listen to Blink-182 religiously, but that's a different story. But, um, boom, what's your, uh, you're the guest, so what's your thoughts on Dissidia? Did you ever play the Dissidia games previously? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, so actually I played uh, Dissidia and Dissidia Duodeshin, um, the second of their titles. They were interesting games, that's for sure, but um, the most deceptive part of the game was playing through just, you know, the story itself. I got to some major fights into it. I thought I was doing well, and I thought that, oh, this is end game. I think I got it. I think I got the hang of it now. Surprise, you're only a quarter of the way through the game, and now you're playing <laughs> as <well. laughs> Yeah, and now you're that, playing that, as Lightning, and I'm just like, oh. By the so, way, Lightning, Lightning is uh, mid-tier because she's too complicated to use. Incredibly. She's basically the solid snake of that game. If anyone's ever played Smash, that's what you're expecting. Snake was good, though. Snake is really good, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, If you know how to use Snake, he's really good. Same with Lightning. You know how to use Lightning, then you know how to use her gun slash. CC, did you ever play Final Fantasy? As childish as it's oh, as childish as it sounds, I actually played it with my father while he was being hospitalized. Well, that's good. Did you um? Well, did, that sounds unnecessarily well, dark. Well, yeah, it is dark and heartwarming. I always screamed at the chocobos when I tried to get them, <laughs> but I didn't. I really like chocobos because I was the first creature he ever showed me that was fantasy wise. Oh, yeah, well, so by the way, we should breed chocobos into real world, or at We're least genetically modified chicken. Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm pretty sure chocobo meat does sound pretty if good. I might eat your chocobo. Potentially. So... 
Dude, if you have chocobos. It looks so flat. Actually, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. If you want a chocobo, just go to Church's Chicken, but just go to Church's Chicken before they kill the church chickens, alright? Just go to Church's Chicken. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to make a cry? Come on, man. In an Thank emu. You. Yeah. No, I haven't. Or it's basically the only red meat uh, bird you uh, you will find in Texas. Time out. But yeah. CC, did you ever play Dissidia? Dissidia. The Dissidia games I, on PSP. I believe so. I'm not very sure. Sorry. Okay, it's Actually, all good. Wait, wait, wait. It's a Lightning was a character, right? Yes. yes. And New Edition, okay. the second title. I did. All right. Oh, cool, okay. Cool, cool. Like you a little bit. Fight me. Midway. Oh yeah, CC, fight me. I'll use my Yuna against you. Hey, hey, hey! No, 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 no! Not here! Not here, niggas! Not here! Do that somewhere else. I don't even okay. know what's going on. Cause he said bite me. No, I didn't say uh, I didn't say bite me. I said bite fight. Me? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I have I have one ear on. Well, hey, you want to catch these hands? I will throw these hands. <laughs> oh God. Come more here. Like, more like final hand to see. Boom. <laughs> Oh, I I, I don't have my no. sunglasses on me, so Just I couldn't no. do the yeah. So. Just no. Anyways, but yeah, so be on the lookout for Final Fantasy um Dissidia. It, it come the beta comes out uh at the beginning of January and it will go all the way to the twenty first. Uh, other news, and this actually goes into Cuphead. So, Cuphead for those okay. y'all, for those y'all who don't know, Cuphead is amazing, and if you haven't played it yet, you should probably play it because Cuphead is that damn good. But if you haven't yet, and if you're trying to find so it somewhere else, please be sure not to buy it from like your ISO or the, an app store because people currently right now are making um, watered down versions of Cuphead like they did with over like the Chinese version of Overwatch. In fact, <clears throat> peep, uh, if I'm reading this article from Polygon correctly, uh, Benjamin Mayo had said the person behind Cuphead is a repeat offender. Uh, Oh, the Cuphead um, scam game is a peak offender. Uh, I was is locked up the domain and found two more clone uh, websites of other games um, touting non legit ISO ports of Cuphead. Um, so, over and then the, uh, the studio had said that there's a Cuphead imposter app on ISO store. This is a scam. We are working on removing the uh, fraudulent app ASAP. So, what are your guys' thoughts about them, about niggas trying to make. Uh, watered down wannabe versions of Cuphead. X Force, uh, you covered the X Force. I'm gonna go with you first because you covered the uh, Chinese knockoff of Overwatch in one of our previous podcasts. So, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, it, did they copy the aesthetic of Cuphead? That's what I want. Likely know. or not, yes. Okay, they're going again. They're guaranteed to be. If they, if they, if the game company decides to do it, they could easily sue uh, sue the companies that make fraudulent copies of it and win easily there's no questions asked so i'm so it's going to definitely go down if they decide to go through with the lawsuit all right skooks what's your thoughts on this i'm looking forward to it honestly i think it'll be pretty cool you do you what the cup oh, scam, the scam the scammed up cup games cuphead games sorry kind of dropped out for a sec <laughs> my bad still thinking we're talking about this uh, oh uh, let, let me uh let me recap <laughs> you real quick no no, no so, i know what we're talking about i just kind of okay. lost track for a sec oh yeah i've actually seen videos of these really terrible cuphead games on ios and Think honestly i these aren't gonna last long well i'm gonna put in more input of it there's a reason 
there's actually a reason why it should be taken down though. It's going to damage the IP really, really hard because of fraudulent, uh, because they outright st uh, stole it from the game devs themselves without permission. I'm getting it real quick. I'm getting a, uh, I'm getting a freaking, um, uh, Zaddy Hermit on Twitch says, how do you guys feel about VR chat? I didn't even think that was a thing. Oh, I already yeah, knew actually, it was a actually, it is. Oh yeah, um, that one. Oh yeah, I forgot that's the thing. I'm actually in the process of upgrading my computer for VR. I've already used it with a friend and neighbor and quite a few people actually. Oh, sweet. It's, it's actually it's actually very interesting. It's actually a very good setup. It's kind of a it's kind of the next step into turning into like a full dive setup. You know, where you can have you know headset, you know, the visor and everything, hand controls. And just to the point where you are literally in the environment with other people. I've already done that and spoken to quite a few people. Actually, I've even managed. Now, this is a funny part, but uh, they have this beta running for actual subtitles, oh, where they nice. read the person, where they read the person's words and then dictate uh, it under them to the best of their ability. You know, because they have a lot of uh, programs, kind of like uh, you know the Alexa device, where it actually reads your voice and everything, and then can dictate it back to you. Uh, this, it's the same idea. So it's like there's a lot of things going into VR chat, and it's not finished yet, but it is oh so promising. Um, by by the looks of it, it's gonna be another gimmick. I'm what I'm VR very, chat? The I have a pessimistic view on it, sadly. To be fair, you're pessimistic in general, but okay. Yeah. Wow. In my line, Trust though, like you, yeah. like you, you have a reason to be pessimistic. Experts, I'm, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying, like, I, I can understand where you're coming from, because again, v I remember, remember when VR was like being pushed heavily, like a year or two ago, and now they're like they, they kind of like died down, and they're slowly building themselves back up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how, that's how I see it right now. I think I. Because I remember also, two years ago also, at E3 where, uh, my bad, go ahead. They're also try. Uh, last time they also tried to push for 3D and look how it turned out. Like, no, uh, like it's yeah. just, uh, it just died. And now they're trying to push 4K and that's gonna die if it's not gonna, if there's not enough content for it. World exclusive, 4K. Yeah. I remember I used to push VR, I mean VR when I was a kid or whatever, like just propaganda, like, you know, movies or TV shows or whatever, but it was like a technology where it's pretty much ahead of its time. Even in, uh, I don't know if y'all probably remember the Video Boy, the Virtual Boy, virtual yeah, Virtual Boy. Boy. Yeah, I played that one. Yep. But, but in terms of realistic applications of the VR, I cannot see it working in a gaming environment. I could definitely see it working in a, a more scientific field, though. Well, that's, that's much more applicable. I think well, I yeah, think definitely. it would be used better for doctors and stuff like that. I think VR. VR, I think people are looking at it the wrong way. It shouldn't just be for video games. It should be for other things. Like, doctors should use this. Like, th this would be a perfect uh, thing for doctors you, to you use. You need let Cece talk. Um, yeah, my bad. Hold on, Cece. Um, it was something you already started covering where it could help with the medical field to diagram uh, the. I'm sorry, I can't really talk. Um. <laughs> uh, go on. What I was meaning was that it could help with the medical field by graphing out certain organs the inside and outside so you could tell if the damage could actually be fatal or just minor. Along with the fact if 
it's not it could it could be used for more than just well gaming and medical it could also be used for just basic pleasure not sexual nor anything either oh trust me the porn industry already hopped on the a3 <laughs> yeah there we go naughty america did it because they had like for one for like kendra lust and gianna michaels and stuff like that do not ask why i know so who these women are I, there's some important research so i have well, to do dear. so yeah but, and and there's also some borderline ones, but uh, but that's aside from the bo uh, point. And this may be me just being a little bit like holding one side greater, counting I use the uh, ritual chat for um, <laughs> as stupid as it sounds uh, to roleplay sometimes. It's fun, but um, along with the fact it could be used in multiple ways, not just medical, not just gaming. It could it could actually branch out an entire new industry to bring out more entertainment and just basic pleasure. I would actually uh, good th good thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I I actually agree with that. Like I see it more as a scientific field, but in terms of the recreational, it's in terms of recreational. I have. I'm still have. I still need to see where the audience would be at, because right now I see no market for it at the moment for in terms of recreational purposes. Mm. Because it'll just be hype and then dies. That's a that's a sad part. Most mostly because of the several generations that have tried to push VR, but the thing is they pushed it at the wrong time. Virtual Boy pushed it at a very early time concept being immersed completely into a game. I even remember the fact that they had Star Fox on it, you know, the original one before it became furries. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, there's also WarioWare. Uh, not WarioWare, my bad. Uh, Wario. Wario Land. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And basically they had a whole bunch of different things and it was not ready at the time. It was giving, making people dizzy. Uh, death perception was a myth in that point. Then, you know, you had two years ago with the PlayStation VR with connects and just several other applications of it where it was just not ready completely and that's why it became a fad and died equal died just as fast as it became popular and the then why we... hmm? oh go on my bad oh okay uh but yeah like there's a whole bunch of scenarios where the vr is not where it needs to be for gaming in order for, for it to match where we are right now the past 20 years have been the biggest advancement in technology that well, has ever been seen in humanity so that's why uh, vr it's, it's been slowly building but right now even though gaming isn't you know ideal for it like you said there's medical purposes there's entertainment there's the just the concept of being able to talk to somebody you know in a complete other other area of the world I, not I, through a phone or not even through that but just literally being able to see them I know. I, I, feel, I feel like just talking to them is just. I feel like it's unhealthy. Like if you talk to him virtually through a VR headset, and and I'm going to talk from my point, my perspective. Because like I'm going to talk about. I'm going to go uh, go back a generation, and go for 3D instead. In this case, because that's a predecessor to VR, and I actually did legitimately test out. Um, I legitimately own a 3D TV to to do this. So. I did. I played a game in 3D, like wipe, like Wipeout, Gran Turismo, and even uh, Ridge Racer. Also, what's it called? Assassin's Creed 3 as well. And although it's cool and all, it's just it doesn't add add much to it unless you're playing Motorstorm Apocalypse. 
which mm -hmm. is the which is the only game where it adds immersion to it. That's true. I mean, the concept of immersion is to bring yourself into the world, and that's kind of the steps people have taken. I mean, does anyone remember AR? You know, augmented reality. Yeah, yeah. Like having cards on the table and then having the objects show up on your phone, but then it's kind of in, in our world. That's the whole idea. Augmented reality, we bring the game into our world, and then now virtual reality, we come into theirs. So, you know, we're building up to a better point in that. Because, I mean, there's about to be an AR Bubsy game. It's weird. The, but, I, why would anyone ask for that, though? That's the problem right there. Yeah, it's, well, I, uh, it's, it's a very watch because iPhone. We bring you stuff that you don't ask for that you might need. You don't but ask for it, but we'll supply it. True, true. <laughs> exactly. Because there's and always a demand for it. Yeah. There's always and that kind of people. Hmm. <laughs> of course. That's why, that's why I think that a VR has the potential to be beyond just that. I mean, actually, uh, since anime, we could just kind of jump in a bit. Anyone remember Sword Art Online or Dot Hack? Oh, no, please get that hell out of my life. Don't do Sword Art, but Dot Hack, Dot Hack is the OG. I like Dot Hack. Dot Hack is the OG. I love Dot Hack. Yeah. Okay, so then Dot Hack, we'll definitely go with that instead. They had basically, well, because I only remember it. Full dive, where they completely brought themselves into it. Feeling, touch, everything. Oh, and all the sensory and stuff? Oh, pretty God. much, yeah. And and that's the reason why uh, Kite was stuck in the game itself. Then Kite? it was such a... Yeah, the original. When, when, he's stuck in, when he's stuck in the game itself, it was such a travesty, because then it's like things could literally affect you. You literally felt trapped. You could not just log out and just leave, you know, just stuff like that. It was true immersion to the nth degree. That's why VR, if it can grow to that point, it I will think it's be. dangerous. I mean, there's gambling already, so, I mean, have you seen Korea's gaming issue? Yes. Well, well let's put it this way. You can, well, real. I'm going to think realistically like there. If we could, if, it were going, if we're going to make it affect our sense of touch, we can still remove it safely because it's just it's going to be electric because assuming we wear a helmet as they say it it's just going to send electrical signals to uh to our brain it's going to give us shocks for i don't know why they would do that which is unsafe but let's assume they use that kind of method realistically though you can still remove your headset and nothing can go wrong because the voltage is very low uh, just to get the sensories going and that's yeah, a little bit more like the matrix not necessarily, Not necessarily the matrix. Ne matrix you can you you unplug yourself in and out of the matrix without a safe a safe way out you're dead or you'll be executed on site that too yeah but ma with the matrix that's super science fiction right there well, in fairness, the Matrix took the idea from I'm, Ghost in the I'm Shell. I'm not science fiction, Ghost science fantasy. Again, to be again, the Matrix took the idea from Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell took that idea from Blade Runner. But that's a different story, and I don't want to hear all the it's weeds and get pissed about that. Pretty much. Real quick, because we're we gotta end this, because I just realized we completely got rid of the whole scam about Cuphead. So let me just hey, look, hey. let me let me go. What's up, CC? Uh, oh yeah, we. Let her introduce the uh, some uh, some breaking news right now. Go Wait, ahead. Wait, what? Do, uh, do you have breaking news, CC? No, no, I Oh, it's all good. All right, so like, let me just put it like this, because we we went we went right we we went way off the train tracks. So please be okay. on the lookout for those Cuphead scams on your ISOs. Thankfully, they're not on Android because Android users aren't stupid. But for the ISO users. 
who you know you're not you're not all that dumb. But uh, make sure y'all be be careful because these guys might do some work. Let's let's put it this way: iOS users are endangered because they're not as tech savvy as everyone else. Yes. So please, ISO users, uh, be on the lookout for that. We don't want on a real. We don't want y'all to get scammed. So. Other than that, moving on to our last piece of gaming news. So, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, is going to be coming to the Switch. Uh, Panic nope, Button... Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Panic Button, the studio that ported Doom to the Switch earlier this year, is from what Game Informer is... I'm quoting this from Game, Game Informer right now. is porting Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, to the Nintendo Switch, according to Bethesda. Um, there's... Um, right now... Um, let's see, blah, blah, blah. They don't have a current release date yet, but it should be coming out soon. It's, uh, Nintendo Switch port was announced during Nintendo Direct in September, but gameplay footage hasn't been shown yet. So what are your guys' thoughts? We'll go around the table. We know CCG's opt-out because she probably hasn't played it. Um, Skooks, you and I are both big fans on on uh, Wolf of Side uh, 2 for, you know... By the way, you can just skip me as well while right, you're at cool. it. That's fine. Alright, fine. So then it's me, Skooks, and Boom. So Skooks, you and I are both fans of Wolfenstein 2 for obvious reasons that, you know, yep. some people may not understand, but, you know, I'm hey. just saying, you know, killing Nazis. I fully approve your delusional mind, Reckless. What? Did you? Thanks, you make us feel so yes. welcome. Oh, shut up. We, 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 we all know just, why the game was awesome. You guys just need to differentiate the real shit, the really good <laughs> ones, or the bad ones. You're just confused, is all. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, okay. what? Whatever. The point is, Scoops, what's your, what's your thoughts on the game coming to Switch? My question is, what am I confused about? I think Cece's just just messing with us at this point. But what's your <laughs> thoughts on sh sh uh, sh uh, sh uh, Shadows of the Colossus? Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, coming to the Switch. Honestly, I think the Switch could pull it off. They're really doing well. They port a lot of really good games. I'm, they could do it. You know what I'm Boom, what's your thoughts? After playing several of the Wolfenstein titles, I believe that the Switch has a good shot with this, but I have no idea what to expect controls i just said uh, assuming hope, motion controls probably not but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna hope that the game does not run 30 frames per second hopefully it just it runs at a solid <laughs> 60 frames because there, no, no, there are some there are some games on the switch that do run at 30 uh, at 30 frames and there are some that no, run at no it's not it's not it's not the system's fault it's the devs it's a dev's uh, choice to make it 60 fps or 30 fps so yeah Keep so hopefully mind. bethesda and panic button do not lock that game on 30 frames because you guys are gonna have problems from other because likely or not people who own Bethesda games are gonna buy that game on the switch Just like how every dude on the face of the earth has Skyrim on their ps4 their ps3 their That's Xbox their players. Xbox one and their Nintendo switch We all know niggas who have Bethesda games are likely not going to buy the oh, same yeah, don't forget game iOS game. Wait Skyrim's on iOS. Oh, yeah Skyrim is on iOS. So yeah, so just make sure y'all don't F up with that All right, but now and there's also, there's also Minecraft as well, and we might as well say that it's not no available cares, on iPhone. No one cares about Minecraft, moving on. Anyways... The 4K Minecraft! I'm kidding. Shut up. <laughs> what about the Minecraft on the Minecraft system? Oh my god. Anyways. What about Minecraft on the Ouya? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you, you scraping the barrel, fam. You just scraped the barrel, fam. I died right there. I died right there. At this point, oh let's just bring god. up how many things Doom is running on. Hey, guys, last... It runs on the Ouya. Buy the Ouya for two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, how about we run Doom on a bank machine? Seriously, an ATM is able to run Doom. 
Are you serious? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, but uh, moving on to the quick news, uh, this this segment where we just run through the, you know, some of the stuff that is quick and easy to get through, and we'll just have a little yes or no conversation about it. So with our first piece of quick news, um, ner- uh, thanks to our friends at the Nerdist, we have our uh, we have new movies coming to Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu. So this coming January, uh, that's going to be available on Hulu. 10,000 BC, 30 Days of Night, Age of Shadows, Alpha Go, America's Sweetheart, Apollo 13, Batman, Batman wow. Robin, Batman Begins, Batman Forever, Batman Returns, Breakfast of Tiffany's, Bring It On, Bring It On Again, Bring It On All or Nothing, Bring It On Fight to the Finish, Bring It On and Into Win It, Caddyshock, Chef in My Fridge, Defiance, Definitely Maybe, uh, East Siders, Season 3, Furry Vengeance, Gl- um, Glacy. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, Lethal Weapon 1 through 4. Whoa, King whoa, Kong, what? License the what? What's up? Wait, Justin Bieber has a movie? Anyways, yeah, I think it was a documentary. Anyways, Like Water by Chocolate, Act- Love Actually, Love Stick Season 3, Mad Men, Man, Marie Antoinette, Martin Luther King, The Idea That Changed the World, Midnight in Paris, Monsters vs. Aliens, National Treasure, Sharknado 5, Global Swarming, Stardust, Strictly Blood. Um, ballroom, the Dukes of Hazard, Exorcism of Emily Rose, first to, uh, first time, uh, Godfather's one through three, and a few others. I'm not gonna go through the entire list, but the, they'll these movies will be available come January, as well as The Conjuring, Wild Hogs, and um, In the Deep on Hulu. And this is one of my favorite movies that's coming out is uh, Ingrid Go- Goes West starring uh, Audrey Plaza, who is my boo and my everything. And she can get a cup of coffee for me any day of the week. And oh, Elizabeth wow. Olsen, along with the nigga who played Ice Cube's uh, Ice Cube in Straight Outta Compton. I think that's Ice Cube's son. Yeah. Anyways, but coming to Hulu January 1st is 10 to Midnight, A League of Their Own. All is Lost, American Ninja, American Pickers, Ancient Impossible, Anger Management, Ark of the Prank, Assassination, Avenging Fer- Force, Babel, Baby Mama's Club, Barefoot uh, Castodio, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, Castillo? Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Black Rain, and if you guys have not watched Black Rain yet, starring Michael Douglas and Andy Garcia, it is one of the best Ridley Scott movies of the 80s, and very, very underrated, with an amazing score by Hans Zimmer. Please watch that movie. That movie is fire. Straight fire. Anyways, and going around some other ones, there's Cool World, Cube, Cube 2, Cube 0, uh, Daddy Daycare, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, Hercules in New York, Hamlet, Grizzly Man, and uh, a few others. I'm not going to go through that. Oh, and Species 1 through uh, 5. Coming to Amazon Prime as I'm going down this list are... All is Lost, American Ninja, Assassination, Babel, Baby Mom's Claw, Black Rain Again, Brothers, Burning Blue, Boy I'm a Cheerleader, Capote, or uh, c- 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 whatever the hell it's called, Coming Soon, and, and a few others. So, some of them are repeating from um, Hulu stuff, but as well as The Devil's Double, Grim Season 3, A Ghost Story, Zodiac, Words and Pictures, um, a Midnight, a mid, The Midwife, and triple x3 the return of xander cage and those are some of your movies that are coming out um in january uh, also quick news the office everyone's favorite show that stars steve carell which was um the american version of the british sitcom in the uk that starred ricky gervais is going to be revived and it's not going to have steve carell in it uh and the show is should is reported to be coming out in 2018 so if you guys are big fans of the office you know you know have you know have an open mind it might be pretty good um 
Cuphead broke 2 million copies sold worldwide. So shouts to Cuphead. Shouts to that studio because Cuphead is that damn studio good of a game. HR, I think. That, that is insane. Like, it just sold mm. 2 million. That's pretty much a platinum. Uh, that's pretty much a premium game at this I point. I think it is. And it's, and it's one of the best. In, it's one of the best games that came out this year. And I, and, the, I, and I played it enough to say it is. I played it. I'm damn near close to being the game with my friends. So. I can vouch that the game is damn good. If you haven't yet, please be sure to buy Cuphead. Also, and this is in Weeaboo news, so X-Force and CC, get ready to hear this. Catherine is coming back to PlayStation. It's going to be it's gonna be re-released on both the PS4 and the PlayStation Vita. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, Catherine was a game developed by Atlas that starred um, some dude who is uh, has to choose between his girlfriend, Catherine, who he's trying to marry, and this Catherine K. and this 19-year-old bimbo that he meets called Catherine with a C. And it's pretty much playing like a heaven or hell type of thing. It's kind of like... Uh, What's the more? What's not not doctor? It's not like a Doctor Faustus story. It's like a Doctor Faustus story, but Animu and a lot a lot of titties. So, for those y'all who want to get that Dude, game, it's, it's not just that. It's just oh, anyways. I'm, hey, show. I'm making fun of weebs. Hey, but on a serious note, the game is very fun. I I played the game. I I really like the game, and it has a really good story a uh, story narrative. So if you like Atlas it's, games and if you like puzzle games, be sure to get the game. The game's really fun. It comes out um next year. By the way, what? to put it uh, a side note is it's made by the same team who made Persona, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, and, CC, uh, unfortunately, CC's mic is muted, so I'm pretty sure she couldn't hear the word actually Persona. The, actually, yeah. the details regarding Catherine, the new release coming out is called Catherine Full Body, featuring a... Hmm? Oh, go on. Oh, yeah, featuring a new female protag by the name of Rin. Of Rin. Oh, Catherine, no. Catherine, Rin, and uh, this is possibly <laughs> a tetrary love love interest for our main man Vincent. And there's apparently a secret going on about this mystery woman. So you have to find out in the game upcoming soon. Did they just pull off a good P4 Golden? Already introduced oh, a new what? character. Pretty much, and uh, for what I from what I'm seeing, it is. Definitely going to be funny because uh, Vincent's reactions are always fantastic. He yeah, gets easily frightened of everything. I mean, considering his situation, the dude's living in these nightmares. So it's like it's to be expected that he would be afraid of new situations coming up, especially if now he's in a square. As if uh, dealing with Catherine with uh, a K and Catherine with a C isn't bad enough, now he has to deal with the new girls. Like, oh, ugh, this is gonna be a bloody mess. Yes, yes, it is. It, uh, for those of you interested, definitely go check out. I'm sorry, my bad. Continue. Can't believe, I'm can't believe I'm using a bit of British dialogue my bad, here. My, I'm not my dialogue, bad, dialogue. Uh, finish what you're trying to say. Uh, my, my fault. What, me or? Yeah, you were, you were talking about Catherine. Oh, oh yes. Uh, for the most part, uh, I guess just the main whole, the whole point of the puzzles and everything is that, you know, you're climbing these towers, trying to avoid the blocks and just trying not to get pushed off and dive or whatever's at the bottom. Uh, it's the whole idea of Vincent trying to just reach maturity because he has to choose between the two and he's so indecisive about it. That's the whole oh, thing. Well, he could choose like between it. the two or just dish them both all together. Yep, and that's why the third love interest uh, comes in essentially like an extra story, an extra path he can take. And, uh. that's, and that's honestly what will draw in a lot of people, not to mention the twist with the character, if any. Uh, I, I really want to say more about these characters, but that would be spoiler territory for those who haven't played it. 
Well, yeah, I, I mean, that's why what I've said so far is stuff that you'll probably get from reading the back of the box. Yes, that, yeah. That, that's, why, that's why I'm sticking just to that. Otherwise, check it out. Yeah. I I, I really want to play it. Uh, play it. Again, it's a very fun game. I can I can vouch and say the game is very fun. I didn't get that far into the game, but it's it, it's it's very fun. It's it's interesting. I'll probably be the dark. I'll probably be a dark horse and just go with the darkest path possible. All right. So you're so, so if you want to go with the darkest path, the, the darkest path possible, you want to hook up with Catherine with the C. Yes. Like I'm gonna tell but, you right now. I'm yeah. gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Hook up with Catherine with the C. You want to go super dark and make and you want to get like the perfect dark ending. Go with Catherine with the C. Trust. Anyways, because she's because she's the intruder technically. Yeah, she's the nineteen. Mm. She's a nineteen-year-old bimbo that Vince smashes. So. Well, Vince wants to smash. Dude, just spoiled for the first part. Oh shut up, dude! The game came out in 2011. You haven't played it. If you okay, haven't played so, the game in 2011, yeah, I'm so. sorry. Okay. Dude, don't spoil the narrative. Come on. Anyways, moving well, on. I mean, moving on, because we actually got we need actually there's actually some serious news, and this is for comic book readers. So the Marvel. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Uh, anyways, to give a recap, the the recap with with it is that Cast uh, is going to uh, is going to be remastered for the PS4 and and such. As made by some of the developers of Persona Five, so oh, pers the Persona series. Yeah, like, yeah. If you like Persona puzzle, series. If yes. You like, if you like puzzle games, CC, you'll love the game. All right. <laughs> If I remember correctly, it actually takes place part of the Persona series as well. Yeah, yes, it takes place in the Persona universe, actually. Oh right. well, yeah, because uh, the way that the the way that the game runs, it technically runs side by side. Well, especially with five. She's really excited well, about it. All right, so uh, now I don't want to burst people's bubble, but I have to do this. So. Marvel's. Of course, you're the pessimistic one. No, because no, cause this is actual serious news. Because we got a couple of serious ones that are gonna be coming up. So Marvel's editor in chief apologized for posing as an Asian writer. So CB uh, CB uh, uh was speaking at the Singapore Toy and Game Company uh, earlier this year, and uh, he actually got caught because uh, the rumor that he had wrote comics for Marvel under the. Uh, uh, other the name Akira Yoshida. Um, he yeah, he's not he's not Japanese he's not Asian and he um spoke with and he spoke claiming that uh, he was young and naive. This is back in the day. He was young and naive and he says and I'm quoting, I'm truly sorry for the pain, anger, disappointment I caused over my poor choice of uh pseudonym or his 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 um, yeah that was never my intention. Um. Listen, and he said, "Listen and learn from my mistakes." I've spoken with the talent, with talent close to this issue, and have had canon and productive conversations about how we can improve the industry and build better stories while being mindful of the voices behind them. The um, he's also for those y'all who don't know who Sobolski uh, was, he wrote Thor: Son of Asgard, Avengers: Age of Apocalypse, uh, and the Event Age of Apocalypse series, as well as Wolverine: Soul Taker, Kitty Pride: Shadow and Flame. Electra the Hand, the miniseries, as well as some other ones such as um, X Men Fairy Tales, uh, Drain, Marvel Magnaver, the Marvel Magnaver, uh, Mangaverse, and Legion of Monsters. So, what, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this of him uh, posing as an uh, being Asian, even though he wasn't? 
Just real quick. Hey, mm. I don't care. Tastes His voice melts me away anytime. A writer's a writer. Yeah, when it comes to pseudonyms, uh, it can obviously be misinterpreted. I remember the whole thing with JK Oh yeah, he, I remember JK Rowling wrote under a different name just so just so her novel can it can stand on its own without yeah. without her name attached to it, well, and then, then revealed it later. Yep. So like you know stuff like that happens, and granted, he picked a name that would be obviously far off from any expectations. There's nothing wrong because he's at least put out good work in the time that he's been out. So you know he he got lucky. He made good work. Otherwise, it would have been a it would have been a a corp not corporate. It'll be a it'll be a PR disaster. Exactly. Plus he plus he at least he he did apologize and talk about that this was at a time where he was really really young and stuff like that. So yeah. So. But at the but the good news is when it comes to writing, names don't matter. It's about the content itself. True, true. He's lucky. He's lucky as that kind of medium. Also, um, speaking more about comic book news, so Action Comics issue 1000 has been delayed in order to coincide with the Superman 80th anniversary comic book. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, Action Comic Books were the original, um. Um, the original, um, com not comp studio, but the, uh, create, not creators, um, comic distributors for some of the DC comic books back in the late 1930s. That being, uh, Action Comics issue number one back in April 18th of 1938. So, they've already said that they, they um, uh, DC has planned to release 1000 alongside the hardcover, uh, book edited by Paul Livitz going, uh, over the history, over the history of the title and the characters. And yeah, so other than that, it actually sounds pretty good. And you know, it, it's all right. It's okay that they're um, delaying it. Like, cause there's a lot, people don't realize but Action Comic Books was pretty damn big. And because of the fact that they created Super, um, them along with the writers of Superman, well, made Superman and stuff like that, it does leave a very important history, a, a landmark in comic book history. So mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm I think we're all okay, especially for some of the DC fans that are in here, such as X Force and Skooks. I'm pretty sure y'all are okay with this, right? Yeah, yeah I'm f I'm fine with it. But like if they, I think it's more of a marketing move than uh than uh than uh. If it's a marketing move, then if it gives uh the the uh, the writer and artist uh, more time to polish it up, then that, uh, I hope that you they use more of the delay for uh, for the marketing. Uh, they'll, they'll be more productive about it, or to make it much more polished than ever. True. And then also, uh, real quick, before we get into our next, uh, before our last piece of news, I actually skipped this one. Uh, this relates to anyone who loves Game of Thrones. They have announced that the directors of both the Red Wedding episode from Season 3 and the Battle of the Bastards episode from uh, Season 6 will be directing the episode most of the episodes for the final season of game of thrones uh so be on the lookout for that later on there's that's the only detail we have so far about game of thrones uh season eight so any, are any of y'all game of thrones fans aside from me no nope all y'all suck y'all need to go watch game of thrones i watched it don't like it i i really need to watch it personally what's up cc it kind of, I got told and overhyped, and like, oh, this happens in this episode, I'm like... Okay, you have bad friends that shouldn't be telling you that, Cece, you got... Watch the show for yourself. 
I, I, I kind of, when something's spoiled to me, I don't do anything about it until I forget, which might take like a month. <laughs> Good. That, hey, to, to be fair, I, I, I've forgotten some spoilers. I, I forgot, I've been told the, the ending to Sixth Sense still, and I haven't seen it yet, and I continuously forget what happens in the movie, so it's all good. Alright, and also in our final piece of news, and this is actually a pretty sad one, so we might have to take a moment of silence for this one. So, for those of y'all who are big rap fans, MF Dune's uh, son had passed away recently. Uh, Skooks, you 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 covered this story, so why don't you take it away for those for people who don't know who MF Doom is. Uh, well, MF Doom before, is a... Before boy. you start, um, I have to go. You gotta I, go? Yeah, I gotta go. You suck! You Hey, you know the reason why. I know, I, I know. You go you, right you, now. I know. So it's all good. Thank you. Thank, shout out to X Force for sticking with us, man. Much appreciated. Bye bye. Yeah. See ya. All right, man. We'll see you next time. Yeah. All right. Now, Skooks, uh, explain. Oh, for those for people who don't know who MF Doom is, please explain what happened. Well, MF Doom is a popular um, rapper and hip hop artist. He came up with that moniker. I because he has a deep love of comic book heroes and everything. He loves Dr. Doom and a lot of his music reflects that. But what happened recently is his 14-year-old son passed away to some sort of mysterious illness. Currently, currently we have no information on how that passed, how that passed by. And, you know, he's taking a break from his music. And he also had this um, music deal with Adult Swim for the longest time. But... They also canceled that as well. I don't know if it's either because of the passing of his son or for different reasons. But honestly, it's really tragic to lose your 14-year-old son and not know why. So, yeah. So, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to MF Doom and his family. And for, for a minute, can we just take a moment of silence for um, his... Take a moment of silence for his son's passing real quick. All right, but yeah. So yeah. Other than that, um, Josh MF, we hope we hope you're uh, taking this in stride, man, and you're not alone. Cause there there are people who have lost their you know their loved ones and stuff. So keep on the lookout, guys. All right, and um, uh, so sorry sorry about that. We had, sorry I had to speaking of loved ones. Um, what's up? Uh, much the anniversary of, you know, the fam, the bro bro, with birthday pass. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I, I, I think we had to take another moment of So, for those of y'all who don't know, um, GC and I both met each other because a mutual friend of ours, and actually my brother-in-law, passed away from an illness, uh, two years ago. So, and that's actually how, and honestly, that's how I met GC, and it's honestly, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because if it wasn't for that i would have never met gc and gc and i have been on this thing for two years now together thick and thin so yeah so uh shouts to our, our boy c hood man uh we love you and we hope you're we hope we hope you turn it up up there man and we hopefully you're not hopefully you steve urkel everybody up there right now dude yeah Anyways, and so, alright, so, uh, let's get to some, get to happier news. Well, not really happier news, because this actually kind of sucks. So, the creator of Thanos and Marvel Comic, Comic, Comics, Marvel Comics recently left. 
due to um due to com uh the Thanos dispute. So Jim Starlin, the uh Starlin, yes, Jim Starlin, the cre the co-creator of Thanos, announced that he is moving on from Marvel after dispute with the company, and he had posted on his Facebook saying that uh. Marvel wasn't interested in him working on any of the tie-in series to the movies or the regular series, and ended up approving a plot for the ongoing uh, for the ongoing that is very similar to the one he, for his plan for his uh, graphic novel trilogy. Uh, and he has said, and I'm quoting, "What I objected to, and what will and what will be keep what will be keep from doing any further work for Marvel editorial was Marvel Comics senior VP of publisher Tom Brevert approving a plot of." current ongoing series which was pretty much the same as the Thanos story arc in the graphic novel trilogy Alan Davis and I have been working on for Tom for close uh, close to the past year Starling had explained uh, and according to he has uh, said that 200 pages of the script and 100 pages of pencils on their project when he gave the go-ahead for the story of the strictly similar plot so other than that where are you guys thoughts on this because this is actually this is pretty big like you you just lost one one a, a really val valuable asset to Marvel. So Skooks, your your thoughts on this? Uh, honestly, I think it's just good that he's branching out and changing new things. It does suck to lose an important member, but honestly, it's just good to change. You can't be relying so much on one person for. What would you say? Are you, I I think you cut out. What was the last thing you said? I think it's good that he's branching out and changing, you know, it sucks to see somebody very popular and important to go, but it's good that you get some fresh blood in there. Hopefully somebody was able to um, also provide just as well. Uh, GC, what are your thoughts on this? All right, he left. I, I forgot he, uh, he, he said he'd be back. Uh, boom, what's your thoughts on this? So I have been following for quite a while now and just the concept of losing Thanos is uh, a bit debilitating I mean especially because uh, he just has so many great stories behind him so he will be missed but um, I just hope that our that our man actually well just Jim I hope that uh, he still continues different works outside of this you know just you know keep the keep the character going if at all possible CC, did you know anything about Thanos? Do you, or, or have you been keeping up with some of the Marvel? I never heard anything about this. Alright, so this is brand new to you. Alright, this is brand new to you, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, here's my here's my thing about it is that this is this is like what the second person who worked for Marvel who worked who worked close to Marvel that left because Brian Michael Bendis was the first he was a big one to leave Marvel um back in November and for those of y'all who don't know Brian Michael Bendis is the same dude who worked on the X the new the X-Men comic books that brought back some of the old characters he worked on the Guardians of the Galaxy comic books that came out recently he also worked on Ultimate Spider-Man that for and uh was the reason why Miles Morales exists he also worked on the Jessica Jones comic books and he worked on Marvel Civil War and stuff so this is a, this is so um, Tom Starlin is like the second big person to leave Marvel, and I don't know what Marvel comic books is doing right now, but the fact that, that some of their key assets are leaving, don't get me wrong, it's okay to leave to uh, to adventure off to other things and stuff like that. But when you lose two of your biggest assets to your company, there's something probably going wrong. Yes, indeed. 
And the reason being is because, like, uh, maybe it's because of the whole, maybe because of the, how comic books now with Marvel and both Marvel and DC are being written to, like, more fit what's going on in, like, our our now, like, heavily political society and stuff like that. Maybe they've all just had enough. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just assuming things at this point. You never know. There's always a bunch of politics going on backstage. True, because like I, I mean, Cap Captain Marvel's a good example. Um, I love don't get me wrong, I love Carol Danvers, but the way Marvel's been writing her, I mean, y'all y'all need to stop. Just get back to the comic books. Like it's it subtlety is fine when it comes to comic books. You want you want to be subtle when talking about like issues that are happening in the world. Do it. I mean. A good example is Frank Miller. Frank Miller was, uh, yeah, Frank, yeah, it's Frank Miller. Frank Miller was really good when it came to a subtle commentary on American society with like Daredevil and Batman: The Dark Knight Returns and stuff like that. If you want to be, if you want to talk about things going on in society, just be more subtle about it. Do you want to be in your? You don't have to punch me in the face about what's going on. And that's the reason why I'm not happy with politics and comic books nowadays. It's because it's not subtle. It's let's just talk about it in the most obvious way possible. Like I would say this, a good example of a comic book that's doing it right, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is Power Rangers. Uh, since Boom Studios took over to uh, write for Power Ranger comic books and stuff like that, th when it comes to like certain issues, like and mostly like teen teenager issues, they're subtle about it. Like they, it, it's like watching Degrassi, like how Degrassi is subtle about certain things. That's how like Power Ranger comic books right now are being are very subtle with it. Or look at uh, Charles Soule. Charles Soule is the uh, right now the writer of the all new, all different Daredevil, which Daredevil is now dressed in black and stuff. He's subtle about it. So like, I think subtlety will make your comic book work. You don't have to always be in your in my face about certain issues. Same as Luke Cage. He's subtle. Oh, especially Luke Cage. Especially Luke Cage. I mean, it's very. And aside, when he's talking about getting some coffee, he's very subtle about it. Just saying. Everyone needs a little coffee now and then, if you know what I mean. Black coffee. Hey, or some or with some Dominican creamer. I'm just saying. Mm, <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Anyways, alright, I think this got a little bit, you know, and uh, uh, not safe for work. So, our last piece of movie and television news, because there really was not all that much to happen, because, you know, it's going to be the holiday season soon. Paramount Pictures have now set a date for G.I. Joe 3. Dungeons and Dragons and Micronauts, which I don't know nothing about. So Hollywood Reporter is currently uh, stating that the third G.I. Joe movie will be opening up in theaters in on March 27th, 2020. And it's most likely going to be a reboot with more millennial uh, with a more millennial approach. Uh, also on the works is they're talking about wanting to do a G.I. Joe Transformers crossover, however, Paramount and Hasbro ultimately decided against bringing the two franchises together for various reasons, which sucked. Also, Micronauts, the movie will be released uh, on October 16th, 2020, while Dungeons and Dragons is going to be released July 23rd, 2021. So, my thoughts on this, I'm going to go first, is this. Why in the blue hell are y'all making another Dungeons and Dragons movie? That movie was trash. If anyone um, remembers the Dungeons and Dragons movie from 2000 2001. Trash. I, okay, I'm sorry. Any movie that ha Paramount and or Hasbro has done in recent memory have all been trash. The majority of them are Transformers movies. Sometimes uh, Rampage is going to be trash. 
Okay, Rampage. Well, no, The Rock's in it. The Rock, it can't be that bad. The Rock was in Baywatch. Hey, okay. To be fair, Baywatch is not all that bad. It, it's just disappointing. All right, and so far I've been I've been told Jumanji is actually pretty good. Jumanji, I've not seen. Uh, oh yeah, he was in. He was in what? San Andreas. Yeah, but that what that uh, yeah I thought you were talking about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, we got to say the Rock. Rock could turn a bad movie uh, good. Hey man, hey if Robert De Niro and Al Pacino can do that, then yes he can. I mean, did y'all did you watch Jack and Jill? The only good thing about Jack and Jill was freaking Al Pacino. Okay, I'm just saying. Even though that movie is still one of the worst movies ever made, Al Pacino did let, let me. He did make me chuckle a few times. Oh, I thought you said it's the worst movie ever made. Oh no no, there there are plenty of movies that I've seen that are awful. X Men Apocalypse is still one of the worst movies I have watched in recent memory. And I will fist fight. Do we do not talk? We do not bring that movie up in, out in the podcast, okay? I just bang my thumb on my desk. We do not bring that movie up. That movie is Satan incarnate, okay, fam? <laughs> I actually have a rather large list of amazing movies we should definitely cover, but at another time. <laughs> Anyway, oh wait, hold on. Hi, Hyperhub. We're, we're st- I keep forgetting we're still live doing this podcast. Hi, Hyperhub, dude. How you doing? Anyways, but uh, but yeah, man. Like, X Men Apocalypse is still one of the worst movies I have watched in recent memory, and I will say this again. I, and I hope, and I hope all the, f- I hope people are listening to this. Death Note is not as bad as X Men Apocalypse. I will fist fight every single person in America who thinks that X Men Apocalypse is better than Death Note. I will fist fight everyone. What's up? Excuse- I thought you said Deathstroke. Not Deathstroke. Oh. Death Note. Death Note, the movie with Nat Wolf, which is CC's favorite movie. Oh, we're not talking about that. Which is CC's favorite movie, is not no, as bad as X Men Apocalypse. Because X Men Apocalypse is awful. And the fact that Fox had to sell their stuff to Disney because they realized how awful the uh, awful decision they made shows otherwise. Other than the fact that, you know, Fox. Or other than the fact that Marvel and Disney want their stuff back. And, you know. Disney's hide really Disney, anyways, but that's a different story. Um, but yeah, but going back to what I was saying, okay, I'm okay with GI Joe three coming out, but if it's a reboot, please exit, exit right now, go out the front door because there we do not need another reboot. We do not need a reboot because GI Joe two Retaliation was actually not a bad movie. It was a fun popcorn movie that I I will watch sober and maybe yeah, until they kill all ten and train, uh, uh, ten of. Channing Tatum. Thank you. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. GC, Channing Tatum was the worst part of G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. And Marlon Wayans. Okay, Marlon Wayans was not that bad. I'll defend Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans did good for for the script he had. Marlon Wayans wasn't all that bad. Alright, so, whatever. Snake Eyes is my favorite character anyway, so yeah. Well, you, yeah, and that's and that's uh, he's acted by uh, he's he's um, he's um, what you call it? he his his portrayals, Ray Park. I, 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 one take, screw it, one take. Ray Park portrayed Snake Eyes, and Ray Park is awesome because he played Darth Darth Maul and Toad, so it's all good. But yeah, but other than that, we don't need. I don't know what Micronauts is. I didn't grow up with Micronauts, but with Dungeons and Dragons, do we really need another Dungeons and Dragons movie? Do we really need one? I don't think we do. 
Skooks, you're you're Skooks. I would say that Skooks, you're 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 kind of a D and D looking dude. Do you think uh, there should be a Dungeons and Dragons game, a movie coming out? Hey, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I'm not like saying, "Oh, this will be a great idea." I'm saying, "Eight." To be to be quite honest with you, if there is to be a D and D movie, I really, really want it to be not only campy, but just like a D and D campaign where you have the DM just kind of have to make things up as they go because the players aren't going to the path and they realize that they haven't made enough story at this point. It's like they did that in uh, what's one Borderlands Two, the Assault on Dragon's Keep. I remember the that whole. One. Yeah, the whole thing was that um, everything from the point of where you get destroyed by that one dragon that's four times your level, it's like, you know, after that point was just all made up and you were made constantly aware that that was the case. And it was just a good ongoing gag. Even had points where they introduced enemies that were way above your level, that you had 15 seconds to fight. And then say, uh, you know, it's a little overpowered, like, okay, fine. And it just brings the level down. Like, I hope that the movie can kind of portray that so then it'll have some good comedy if they just make it another gritty remake just like hansel and gretel just like uh, alice in wonderland just like all of those then it's gonna fall flat true true I, well i wouldn't say alice in wonderland because i, I, well, I, I mean one, i mean but... i only use that as a as just an example of you know of old concepts that's all like not in a negative light oh. just uh just the concept itself that's all. Okay, that's understandable. But yeah, so if if y'all are big on Paramount Hasbro movies, I I, I guess then yeah, GI Joe, Micronauts, and D and D are coming out. Uh, CC, you got any thoughts on these? CC, huh? You got any thoughts on GI Joe and all this all this other shenanigans? I'd rather leave All right, cool. Well, all right. So I think that's uh, that's it for our movie and TV news. Again, there there really was not a lot to talk about, but we can go to our final discussion, and it's actually gonna be a short one because this is our final podcast for uh, 2017. We're gonna be off next week and the following week. We'll be back uh, around the first or second week of January with our new with a new podcast. So with that being said, let's talk about holiday plans. So. GC, I'm, because you're, you know, a father of two beautiful children, what is your plans for uh, Christmas and New Year's? Uh, of course, spend time with the fam, you know, on Christmas. But as a New Year's Eve work and New Year's Day work. That's right. Yep. Make I'm that there money. with them, actually. You do anything Christmas, boom? Uh, for Christmas, I am definitely going to visit out some family uh, up north, well, northeast of me. And then, uh, oh, right, I'm actually going to go visit my girlfriend. She's actually going to be in town for the next week and a half. Hey. Hey. Hell yeah. Cece, what's your, I know you're, I know, Cece, I know you're heading out of town, I think. I I think you're heading out of town, like, this week or next week. So what's your... Next week, after Christmas, I'll be out until New Year's at Sacramento, visiting some old family that... I never really uh, saw, <laughs> nor do I want to see. But, uh, <laughs> family, yay! Hey, oh, hey, yay. if you, if you, hey, stop by LA before you go to Sacramento. Hey, I'll see if I can. <laughs> and Scoops, but, what's your? Oh my God, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, I also have a upcoming little 
project for this channel before 2018 starts. Hopefully, done before then. Sweet. Uh, Skooks, what are your what's your plans? Good one. <laughs> what's up? Good one. Having plans. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you went to our boss's Christmas party, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Skooks and I, we also do another podcast called Rangers Live Chat. You should totally check it out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rangers Live Chat, where we interview Power Rangers from past seasons. And we do um, uh, reviews of recent uh, seasons like Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel. Well, actually, no, Ninja Steel, Super Ninja Steel will be coming out in February, and Rangers Talk will be back in February. Shameless oh, yeah, plug. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, man. I'm going to go on a little tangent about Rangers Live Chat. Go ahead. Yesterday was my friend's Dagger Boy Christmas party, and our other... Our, uh, Red Star. Yes, Red Star. I'm lost the words. Not the name, the words for him. Our My co-host on Ranger Talk. Co-host and friend. Hell, best friend. Red Star. Together they chipped in and got me a gift. They actually got me the Black Dino Thunder Morpher that came with the key and the uh, lights and sounds and a little hook and everything. And I was like, that's just the kindest gift they could have gotten me. I truly am Brachial Power now. You know? Beautiful. That's that's best friends right there. Hopefully you beat Red Star to get the Rangers live chat title back. So Me too. Yeah. Um uh, for my plans, well let's see. I I only have plans. I mean, obviously with my family and stuff like that. Uh, the 26th, I'm actually going out to breakfast with my aunt who I haven't seen in a while, and we're gonna go see the greatest show with Hugh Jackman and Zach Efron because I really love the circus. I grew up watching the circus, so I really love to see how it all started. So it's that's gonna be a treat for me. And the more nice. likely I will have a review for that. Awesome. Also for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. New Year's Eve, I'm trying to go out downtown to LA to see the ball drop. Now Skooks, if you wanna roll with me, we could totally do that. Recorded for me. Huh? Record it for me. I will. Skooks, if you are not busy New Year's Eve, we can totally go down to LA and watch the ball drop. Go down to LA what? I said, if you're not busy New Year's, we can totally go down to LA and watch the ball drop. One more time. You cut the out. Ball the ball drop. Watch drop. the ball drop. Watch the ball drop. Okay. Why do we need to see your ball drop? I thought you already had puberty, Reckless. <laughs> okay, I think we're done with this podcast. <laughs> We're done with the fun. Right, I'm joking, but no, we're going to go. I want to go see the uh, ball drop in LA. So, Skooks, if you're free, let me know. All right. Okay. Matter of fact, you could probably pick me up because I'll be in Compton on New Year's Eve. So. Okay. All right. But until then, I think that's it. Um, again, we're not going to be here uh, next week or the following week because we're going to be on a break, a well-deserved break. I might stream on New Year's Eve. I will totally watch it if there's if there is service in downtown LA. I will totally watch it. You think I things run in downtown LA? Hell no, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> but anyways, I do that countdown to midnight, man. I did it last year, it's my tradition. Oh, oh damn, nice. But, I always stream on New Year's. Alright then. I've done it last year, the year after, before that, and I'm doing it this year. I actually I cannot know. wait. It, please make highlight it, because in case I don't see, I want you to hi highlight it just in case. Last year, I literally just started screaming and ate a grape. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure I wear headphones for that. 
anyways, I think we are officially done with the podcast. So, yeah, thank you guys very much for watching. This has been uh, episode 11 of the Skull Club Gaming Podcast live on Twitch.tv. So, if you would love to be a uh, part of the conversation, like many of our uh, follow, uh viewers shouts to like the 10 people who were in here who came in and out much appreciate shouts to our boy beiji zen beiji zen we love you man you are you you are the real mvp uh, of the scrub club well everyone's the mvp of the scrub club podcast but you you've been here since day one dude i much much appreciate it so shouts to you merry christmas and happy holidays dude and yes yeah, so we're gonna go around uh so skooks what is your closing statement for episode 11 of the scrub club gaming podcast go Pretty good episode today. Honestly, I'm looking forward to uh, next year. I think it's going to be good. Let's hope that uh, everyone else has a good year, too. Alrighty, then. Uh, we'll, we'll actually go with our uh, guests. Boom. Do you guys any closing statements? Uh, any closing statements for episode 11 of the Scruggle Game Podcast? Go. For being the first time I've heard of, joined, and everything, I'm grateful to be a part of this group tonight. And... Personally, I look forward to hearing more gaming, movie, and TV news because the world needs a little bit more information, you know? Yes. All right, then. Good talk. Good talk. Cece, what is your closing statement for episode 11 of the Scrollful Gaming Podcast? Go. I hope for many more episodes to come and hopefully for me not to slack off my projects upcoming for this whole group. Along with the fact, well, happy holidays and happy new year. Even at those who don't celebrate Christmas, I still hope you have the great cheer we all hold. Alrighty then. And we all love you. Aww. And GC, what is your closing statement for tonight's episode of Scruggle Game Podcast? Go! Stay blessed, stay covered, and 2018 is going to pretty much be a good year for gaming, just as in the region titles. And I can't wait for a new slash gameplay of uh, these titles that's coming out in 2018, such as Dragon Ball, such as uh, Detroit Become Human, such as possibly The Last of Us 2, uh, Part 2, and many, many more. Oh, of course, Dave's gone, but many, many more. All right, then. And my closing statement is Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 7, and the re remake to Resident Evil 2 are still never going to come out. And by the time they come out, I'm going to be 30, and GC's going to be 40. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, but no, no, but in all fairness, in all, in all seriousness, I would like to thank each and every person who has followed us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and followed us on SoundCloud, and stuff like that. They're honestly, we have done a, we, it, y'all don't know what we go, y'all know what goes on behind the scenes, and if you did, you would, you, you would appreciate it, and don't get me wrong, we know you appreciate it, but like, I, I'm just glad that we have a camaraderie of people here, like even even with our busy schedules especially during um this year with you know gc myself skooks and uh cc going to college and stuff like that it, it's kind of hard to make a schedule and stuff like that and it, it, it was hard to make a schedule for the podcast because we were all either doing it on friday or saturday but i will say this even through all that even through all the trouble even through the times where we have bickered with one another I we've all st stayed um, blessed and we've all stayed together as a unit. We are the freaking Justice League at this point. And 2018 come is gonna come, and we are going to just light a fire. We're going to light a fire. We're gonna give you guys as much content as possible. The Scrub Club uh, channel on YouTube will uh, as of the, as of January will be used a lot for our podcast we will be putting all our po previous podcasts up on our youtube page and stuff like that 
and we will be doing Q&As on our Facebook pages, uh, whether it's I'm doing it by myself or we're all going to do it as a unit. We will be doing Q&A, uh, Q&A. So if you haven't yet, please be sure to follow us on Facebook.com slash Club Gaming. Also, if you would like to... If you would like to hear previous podcasts, including my uh, re- spoiler-free review of Star Wars Last Jedi, please be sure to follow us on soundcloudcom slash Gaming, and be sure to follow us on, uh, us on googleplay.com slash Gaming because both uh, both of them will get our uh, episodes. And if you would like to know, uh, if you want to get a little bit of like, something-something with us uh, behind the scenes, like you want to talk to us privately, you can always follow me at RecklessFox at twitch.tv slash reckless fox you can follow me on twitter just type in at the reckless underscore fox and find me on youtube at reckless underscore fox and twitter not twitter uh, my instagram page will be coming very soon i'm gonna be making it tomorrow starting tomorrow so uh, all of that um since boom is the guest boom where can they find you on social media social media you can find me under boom tube on tumblr I run a simple Tumblr, uh, a lot of music reposts, a bit of art here and there, and a little something for those who know me. Have a good one, all. Alrighty then, Cece, where can they find you? On CC Animates or on Siva Animations on Twitch. Alrighty, GC, where can they find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash MrGotchaw15, Twitch.tv slash gotcha 15 and Twitter, Instagram at gotcha underscore fifteen. Alrighty then, and Mr. Scooks, where can they find you? You can find me on Tumblr at lexington.tumblr.com, and you can find me on my Twitter, lexington thirty four. Alright, sweet. And again, if you would like to email us for any business inquiries or you just want to give us any comments. Uh, you know, really professional critiques, insults, input, advice, or just a bunch of jokes, you can always, always email us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. We will be checking our emails and everything like that. But until then, guys, this was Reckless Fox and the Scrub Club, and we would like to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. But until then, peace out. Bless up and keep our record things 20 dollars less. And we will see you in 2018. Until then, deuces. Deuces. Bye-bye. Peace.